0: Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Unless you live alone on an island, you have a relationship with someone. It may be a family member, it may be a friend, co-worker, neighbor, or just someone that you meet casually. Today we're going to continue our series on relationships. We're talking about a marriage relationship, we're talking about sexual abuse, Among family members, between a brother and a sister that we'll see in Scripture. We'll also look into adultery and sexual immorality as well. All of these happen in the realm of relationships. So get your Bible, lean forward, and enjoy these messages on family relationship. Hopefully, you will find them a blessing in your life. God has a perspective on that, so join us as we take a walk in the light of God's Word. What we have at the beginning of this chapter are three widows, unmarried women. That may not sound much to you, but it was devastating to Naomi, especially because of the, her age and to Oprah and Ruth because neither had children, no sons. Three women, Naomi stuck in a foreign country with foreigners. They have no husband. We can see the depth of their despair in verse 11. But Naomi said, return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? I'm no good to you anymore. I can't help you with a husband. Return home, my daughters. I'm too old to have another husband. I'm too old. And even if I did and gave birth to some sons, Are you going to wait for them to grow up so you can marry them? Then you'll be too old. No, it's more bitter. She said, it's bitter for me than for you. God has turned his hand against me. So what do all these three women have in common? They are all widows. A widow is a woman who has lost her spouse by death and has not remarried. It occurred to me that there is another group of women I would classify as widows. They are those who are divorced and have not remarried. See, there is a difference between those who have never been married and those who have been married and are now without a husband. See, if you're single and have never been married, You have a different life experience to those who have been married, regardless of how that marriage turned out. You've been married. You've gone down the aisle. You stood before the judge. Your friend said, congratulations, I'm happy for you. You might not have been happy, but they said they were happy for you. (laughs) They had to witness that your marriage fell apart for one reason or another. They had to witness it. You had some reservation, some embarrassment. Some diminishing, some death, some separation. So you have become like a widow, and you are unmarried. There are so many divorced women in our community, in our culture, and some in our church. Not something we are criticizing you for. That's just the state that you're in. You can't criticize the woman if their husband passed away; they're a widow. In both separations, whether by Death or by divorce, somebody is grieving and there's pain and there's hurt and there's loss. Chapter 1 gives us some insight into the background and circumstances of these women we, then, where they find themselves. Naomi and Ruth have returned to Bethlehem. Oprah decided to go back to Moab to see if she can make it there. But although Ruth was a Moabitist, Evidently, she learned something from Oprah and her husband when they were there in Moabite. She learned something about the God that they served. She learned something about this Hebrew God. She observed something about this God that she said that she told Naomi that she wanted to stay with her wherever you go. She said, your people is going to be my people and your God is going to be my God. It's if she was saying, if we're going to be in a bind and if we're going to have to survive and if we need some divine help, your God has demonstrated himself and I'm all in with you. So that's the first thing we see about Ruth. when We want to try to understand who she is and what her mindset is. And she's saying, I want to go where God is. For all of us, but especially the ones who are unmarried, whether you're a man or a woman, the first thing you want to do is be sure you're going where God is. Cling to those who know God and have a relationship with him because our God has everything you need. In chapter 2 is the introduction then of Ruth to a man named Boaz. In chapter 2, verse 2, And Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, Let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain behind anyone in whose eyes I find favor. And Naomi said to her, Go ahead, my daughter. So she went out and began to glean in the fields behind the harvesters. And as it turned out, she found herself working in a field belonging to Boaz, who was from the clan of Elimelech. Now, I want you to notice one of the first things Ruth did in this foreign land was to get busy. She didn't go with Naomi and start looking around and saying, well, what are we going to do? and Let's sit around and see what happens. She was the one that initiated the idea that I'm going to go and get in the fields and I'm going behind the harvesters and I'm going to start picking up what they leave behind. One of the reasons I believe many women aren't introduced to available men is that they never enlarge the circle that they're in. You just come to go to work and go home and watch television and wish you was one of the people you saw in the series. I wish I had a love like that. I wish somebody would call me. Well, nobody don't know where you are. You go home, you go to work, and you come to church every other Sunday. You don't come to prayer meeting, your man might be at prayer. (laughs) Thought I'd throw that in every chance I get. Listen, when you are are single, you have a, or unmarried, you have an opportunity to make a difference in a lot of different areas. And you have that extra time, you have that opportunity. So you just look out and start getting involved and being a blessing somewhere. You can sit at home all you want to. Just say, oh Lord, ain't nobody, ain't got nobody, ain't doing nothing, ain't nothing going on. I'm so boring, I'm so lone. I'm so lonely. Get busy. Volunteer somewhere. Put your hands to doing something. Okay, that that, that went over, didn't it? (laughs) I'm going to show you how God began to move when you do certain things. So you can sit around all you want to. That's like a person a praying and asking God for a job and they staying at home all day watching TV. Nobody's going to come knock on your door and say, I was just wondering if you'd like to get employment. <laughs> Ruth said, there's nothing happening in Moab, so I'm going to Judah. She didn't say she was going there to find a husband. However, she changed her environment and became productive. Now, Naomi didn't have to tell her to get up and go do something. Girl, now you came back here with me. You can't just be sitting around all day. You need to get out and do something. Why don't you go out there in the field, see if we can get something. You're young, you can go do it. She didn't have to tell her that. And I want you to notice a phrase in that passage we just read. It says, as it turned out, she found herself working in a field belonging to Boaz. When you find yourself with initiative, there's going to be a whole lot of things that can turn out. As it turned out. Because when God started working for you, you're going to say quite often, you know, as it turned out. Verse 4 says, just then Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters. Now, if she wasn't working, she wouldn't have been one of the harvesters. The Lord be with you. The Lord bless you, they call back. Then Boaz, in verse 5, asked the foreman of his heart, whose young woman is that? Now, if she was at home watching, they didn't have television. If she was at home not being productive, he would never say, whose young woman is that? Look at verse 6. The foreman replied, she is the Moabitess who came back from Moab with Naomi. She said, please let me glean and gather among the sheaves behind the harvesters. And she went into the fields and has worked steadily from morning until now, except for a short rest in the shelters. Boaz arrives on the scene. He's a man of standing, a man of means. Ruth is working in the field. Of all those that are harvesting, Boaz says, who is this woman? And he was told of her initiative and how hard she worked. This tells us that wherever you are, somebody is watching you. You see, the women would sometimes say, I can't meet nobody, but I'm telling you, if you go out and you start being productive, somebody is observing. They may not say anything, but somebody's observing. Somebody's also observing if you're lazy. Somebody's also observing if you're unkept. Somebody's also observing your attitude. Somebody is watching. This could be something that causes someone to move toward you. It also could be something that causes someone to move away from you. Boaz moved toward Ruth. I observe people too. and I'm, I hear some women that are not married the way they carry themselves. I'm thinking I, I wouldn't even introduce anybody to them if I had the opportunity. Boaz said to Ruth my daughter listen to me now don't go in anybody else's vineyard and work don't go glean in another field will not you stay here and work in mine (laughs) see y'all might not think that mean anything but he was rapping (laughs) you know he wasn't like what's up but he was like hey see I already said now who's this young woman so why don't you just stay and work in my field like he says Don't go and glean in another field. Stay here with my servant girls. Watch the field where the men are harvesting and follow along with the girls. I have told the men not to touch you. I told the men, don't you mess with her. Don't harass her. Don't give her no hard time. Let the woman do what she wants to do. Let her get some provisions. And whenever you're thirsty, go and get a drink from the water jars the men have filled. Now, if you know anything about that time, the women used to have to go get their own water. Remember the woman at the well? She was coming to get water. Remember when Jacob was looking for a wife? The woman was at the well getting a woman's job to go get water. But he said, don't go over there with the other women. What the men have filled, you go drink out of that. Because I told the men not to mess with you. Because when you go over there to get that water, they're going to be like, what you coming over here for? The boss man said, "I can have some of this one." This is Jerry G. Martin, and thanks once again for joining us for this broadcast. We've been sharing with you messages on relationships, and I want you to continue to join us as we talk about marriage relationships. We talk about single relationships. We talk about we're talking about inappropriate sexual abuse between a sister and a brother we're talking about adultery and sexual immorality all of these has to do with relationships i want you to know that god is interested in our relationships and how we live and how we represent him in everything we do if you would like to hear today's message in its entirety you can go to our podcast at the light of the world Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And you can listen to these messages or previous messages that we have aired on this broadcast. And I also invite you to go to our website at LOWCF.org. Again, that's LOWCF.org. And then join us in person on Sundays. God is moving in a significant way, Pastor Jackie is bringing the Word of God. And so join us at 10 o'clock Sunday mornings at 16161 Old Humble Road. And don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore. You may need communion supplies, Bibles, or study resources, or anointing oil. Come and see us at the Beacon. It's right here on our campus. Call the Beacon now at 281-441-2885. That's 281 281-